this is Brother Leroy with Carries of the Covenant Ministry. I want to welcome you to Carries of the Covenant Ministry. In 1978, the Spirit of God spoke to me uh, in calling me into the ministry. And my main ministry has been outside the four walls of the church. And this is just part of that ministry. And I want to thank you and I appreciate you for spending your time with us. And you know, I don't do this enough, but I want to thank, I have carries of the covenant ministry. We have partners and friends and loved ones who support us on a regular basis. And I want to thank you. Uh, I want to thank them for doing that. Because uh, in our communication, just so many times I don't do that. But I appreciate them. I thank you. You know, finances or money is part of the gospel. The price of the, the, the main price for the gospel has already been paid. That was the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But we're in a natural world, and a natural world requires finances. And so I want to thank you, my partners and friends and loved ones, for being part of the ministry. In Jesus' name, I thank you. In the name of Jesus, I speak blessings over to you and yours, that you may increase more and more you and your household. We've been talking about redeeming from the curse. Healing is one of my favorite subjects. Because why? Sickness and disease is thought to be normal to the world when it's not them. Over the years, when different things have happened to me, uh, uh, I, I remember even one time going to the doctor, and the doctor, I, I showed the doctor saw what was wrong with me. He said, "Oh, that's not that bad." I'm thinking maybe to you it's not that bad, but to me it's not normal. And you know, I I know some people say this. They say God put a certain sickness or disease or infirmity or even caused them to have accidents uh, to teach them something. But you know, when you go to school, the, the teacher does not hit you over the head to make you learn. They don't do that. And then also John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. So you have to make your mind up. You have to make your mind up. You have to settle in your mind that sickness, disease, discomfort is not of God. He's not He's not teaching me no lessons. You know, uh, uh, when, when your child, at least the normal parent, if you're teaching your child how to drive, if they run up on the curb, you don't slap them upside the head. I know my, I had a stepfather, and uh, I mean, I, I remember he was, sometime he, he would drink, and I remember one time he came near me and he moved suddenly, and I, I did that, and I knocked my own self in the head with the kitchen. I knocked my head against the kitchen cabinet. The cab, the cabinet was just what do, the cabinet was doing what it was supposed to do. But when I saw him move, I hit my own head against the kitchen cabinet. Because why? I was afraid. God does not want you to be fearful of him. God, God always loves us. Even when we have done what we know not to do, He loves us. God does not change. I mean, that is, that is you know, we, people, uh, I've heard, one thing, know this about the Scripture. We limited the goodness of what Scripture says. And many times in limiting what the Scripture says, we limit, it from, we limit the goodness of God from ourselves, and we limit the goodness of God from the world. I mean, I, years ago, my wife and we graduated from a, a school. It was a healing technician school. 
And the per if I named the person, many of you who, who ever watched television for any length of time, Christian television, you know who this person was. But after we graduated from the school, the, 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 uh, the person, the founder, uh, president, they wanted us to become part of their school crew teachers. They wanted my wife and I to become teachers. And they said, well, but this is one of our main, they, they shared us with their beliefs. But one of their main things that they said was, you do not pray for anyone who has not received Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. You make them receive Jesus Christ as person. The Bible says, God is pleased by a cheerful giver. He says, let whosoever will come. And I, I don't, And the way I, I see it is, I, I remember um, uh, two to three times growing up, I almost drowned it. And, you know, and, and, and each time I almost drowned it, you know, I was reaching for whatever I could. I was, I reached for the straws. I reached for a branch. I almost, you know, I reached for the guy who was trying to save me. It didn't matter. I mean, out of desperation. Well, if a per normal people who are not religiously brainwashed, if they need to be, if they're sick, they will reach out for anything. There's people that. This sells all sorts of different made-up stuff to people, and people buy it because they want to be healed. You know, in a cowboy days, they used to call it snake oil. They they, they they would say this will cure anything. You know, no matter what's wrong with you, this will take care of it. That's not a but. But I want you. You know, this is of God, and it is so simple. It is so easy. All you have to do is not take Brother Leroy at his word, although my Brother Leroy's word is God's word is good enough, but that's why I'm endeavoring to show you, because this is the word. This word, I had the Spirit of God share to me once years ago, is that the same word that got me saved, that will get my child saved when they receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. This same word that got me healed and has gotten thousands and millions and billions of people throughout time saved will get you saved. But God has been lied on. And there's always interest me people how uh, people said God will strike you down. Well, as much as God has been lied on, there would be a, whole, a lot less people on the earth realm if he struck people down for lying. Because I mean, when, when, when you misrepresent God, he doesn't say, you know, he doesn't strike you down. He just lets you go on. But, I mean, God, old Roberts, years ago, there were people who wanted satanically influenced people who wanted to kill him because he said God was a good God. Another, I remember hearing another man say, uh, he said that people came to him. He said, you're making it too easy for people to get saved. So, have you ever slipped on ice? Getting saved, spirit-filled, and he getting spirit, born again, spirit-filled, and healed is as easy as slipping on ice. It takes virtually no effort except agreement and speaking of words. That's all it takes. I want to turn to our foundation scripture. There's Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. I tell you, this is, the Bible says the truth will set you free. And once I heard what the word of God says, uh, I have been told virtually as long as I can remember. 
um, 20 plus years, I had heard people, t people tell me sickness and disease was just part of life. I had to have this. You had, to, you know, even I heard a man of faith said this, and I was, I was, it's kind of sad me because he had allowed his, 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 his perception of life to be, uh, perception of life to be formed by what the world said. He said, you know, when you get older, your reflexes aren't as strong as when you're young. That is not necessarily true. That may happen to a lot of people, but it does not have to happen to you and me. Anything I see in the old covenant, the scripture says I have a better a better covenant. If I have a better covenant, then I should be able to have better than them. The old covenant. Joshua said that he was eighty five years old and he was just a strong if not stronger at 85 than he was when he came into the desert 40 years ago. So in other words, 45, 40, uh, uh, Joshua came into, went into the desert at 45. But 40 years later, making him 85, he said, I'm stronger than I was then. The scripture tells me, Abraham, excuse me, uh, Moses was 120 and his eyesight was not dim. So that means I have the potential not to need to wear these glasses at my age. So if they if 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 they had it in the old covenant, if any believer had it in the old covenant, then I have a right to have it in the new covenant, even better than they had it in the old. Because you know that's one thing about it. think about it. The word new means new, which automatically if I say new and old, you automatically think new is better than old. So if that was the old and I'm in the new, then my new should be better than the old. I mean, would you buy a, a new car that was in worse shape than your old car? Normally speaking, no. Now, I admit, I've had some 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 uh, hoopty longs, jalopies that that I end up buying something was not quite as good as that, but I thought I was getting something better. But Galatians three thirteen, Christ has redeemed, brought us back from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written. Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. So what Jesus did, he did for all of mankind. Not just just it, uh, the blessings of Abraham is for the whole world. But you don't take ownership of it or place in the ownership of it until you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Now notice the 14 verses that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Notice that. That's a very important word. Might. 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 Why does it might? It's because you have to take possession of it. You know, there. Uh, I, I, say, I deal with, with men and women who have been incarcerated. And we were told by the legal authority that the system turns down the privileges the rights, the benefits that many men and women have who are incarcerated, they turn them down two, three, and sometimes four times because they know that after being incarcerated and their mindset being changed to the way, uh, the, uh, the way incarceration changes a person if they allow it, that they will not come back again for their benefits 
even though we know we had a young lady and she said not service for a period of time and we shared these truths with her and uh, she wanted a particular job in the institution and she went uh, I think she went between two and three times and they turned her down but she said the next time she went she got the job well saying she said I want to thank you brother brother Leroy and, and sister Carol she said because if I had not heard your teaching she said I would have never pursued what belonged to me. The, the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee for you. Remember, we're talking about being redeemed from the curse of the law. Notice it. I'm going to read this from the, the Amplified Bible. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ, the anointed one, purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse, doom of the law, and it's condemnation by himself. So the scripture tells us God himself was involved in what Jesus did. As well as the Holy Spirit. So all of the Trinity was involved in purchasing us. Redeeming us back from the curse of the law. Because becoming a curse for us. For it is written... In the scriptures, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, is crucified, to the end. So see, all what Jesus did on the cross led up to this. To the end, that through their receiving Christ, the blessing promised to Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, so that we through faith, notice this, through faith might all receive the realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit. So, it's there for you. You know, I've heard people say, I'm too, I'm, I'm not good enough to be saved. And I've heard people say, well, I don't believe God wants to heal me. But in the eyesight of God, every man, woman, child in the earth realm has the potential, the potential is already there for them to be born again, spirit-filled, and healed. Now, it, remember 1 Peter 2.24? By his stripes we were healed. We were healed. But remember, God, one of the important things about being a believer that's very important is, is the tenses. You know, we have, in our, in, in the earth realm, we have past, present, and future. In God's realm, in the kingdom of God, in the unseen realm, there is no past. There is no future. It is always present. Think about it. The scripture says God does not change. God said, when, it, when, when Moses asked, who shall say sent me? He said, say, I am. Well, the statement, I am, is present. I am is present in 2000, 2020, it was present in 1914, 15, 20, in 3022, 3021, I am, we still, I am. And all that God is, I am, is always, I am. So in other words, by his stripes you were healed, by his stripes you were healed, that's for 2020, 2021, and as long as it will last to 5021. It's still, by his stripes, you were healed. 
but it but the but you have to change the might unto it is real in my life. Let's turn to notice this the covenant. In the covenant, when we we read how God came to Abraham, well, when God came to Abraham, he he was telling Abraham, "I am the El Shaddai God. I'm the Almighty One. I'm the Breasty One." You know, uh, <coughs> I, I'm, I'm I raised was raised in the country to a certain degree, especially my grandparents. They had farms, and when I think about the Breasty One, I think about my my uh, one of my grandparents. Uh, uh, they used to have hogs. And and you and they had those big big hogs, big sows, and I mean it looked like they had fifteen, twenty. I mean all those little piggies was in there, and for each one of those piggies there was a nipple. Well, you know what? For every human being, God can like that sow can offer offer each one of her little piglets a uh, a uh, a uh, a uh, a uh, 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 breast, a nipple, for whatever we want, it is there waiting for us it's waiting your healing is waiting the, the the angels of god are waiting for you to tell them to do battle you know you won't hear this much but the demonic spirits they know the power that a believer has and they know that the especially the power that's accessible to a spirit-filled tongue-talking believer they know the power and even though they may be afflicting your body or some loved one know this they are fearful that you may wake up and take your place as a born-again spirit-filled believer who has the authority in the name of Jesus and the authority of a believer the authority of sonship and stand in a right standing with God that you would say, leave my body. Or, take authority over the spirits, demonic spirit, that is affecting those in your circle of, main circle of influence. Your wife, your children, and maybe a, a mother, a father, who is in your circle of influence in your household you have a right you have a right believers have the being a being one who believes in the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ has been dumbed down what do i mean the religion has set jesus over here god the father over here and it, it and it set the believers over here it's not that's that's not the way it is where jesus it the scripture tells us right now you see there's no time in the spirit world there's no time and distance the scripture says that right now brother leroy and you if you're a believer that we are sitting at the right hand of the father excuse me at the jesus is sitting at the right hand of the father and we're sitting there with him the 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 throne of God, the throne of Jesus, there is no higher position of authority in 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 no world. 
You know, I have a, I have written on my on one particular place. I have a calendar. I go by it, and that calendar says never. And I have written on there. I write it each month. I write it new. Never accept no from someone who does not have the authority to say yes. So in other words, I always my last ditch effort. I want to talk to someone who has the a power and authority to say yes. I remember some years ago I was doing some service work, and um, uh, and people told I was told by uh, the person above me that go to their home and and just c cut off whatever I had to cut off and then leave. So I went to that house, and I and and the husband met me at the door, and he said, "Yeah, my wife called. I didn't want her to call, but she called." And so I went in the house, and I found the the, the thing that was broken, and I said, "Well, I'm gonna have to unplug this particular thing and stop it uh, from uh, from functioning." And the wife just she just went she just went you know like cuckoo puffs, and uh, and then she said, "Well, do you know who I am? I'm Doctor So and So, and I'm Doctor So and So. I'm a double doctor, da 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 da." And I said, "Well, ma'am, my my purse the person in." my boss told me to do what I'm about to do. She says, oh no. And she went on the phone and she called back and a few minutes she said, here, take the phone. And it was the boss of my boss. And the boss of my boss says, don't do it. Well, see, we don't have to go, we don't have to go to the Father. We don't have to go to Jesus. Hear me, hear me hear what I'm saying. We don't have to go to Jesus. We don't have to go to Father. We don't have to go to Jesus. We don't have to go to Holy Spirit. The reason being is they have already told me that in their name, I have the right to cast out demons. In the name of Jesus, who is backed by the Father, who the Holy Spirit carries out his instructions, and the angels who hearken to his word, They've already told me you go and do it. Now you know. Years ago, I was in a church, and and I'm, and I'm not I'm not upset with the pastor, but where the pastor was at, on he, we had a bulletin. It was this big, and on the back in fine print, it said, "If you need prayer, call the pastor. If if you are sick, call the pastor. If your relatives is sick, call the pastor." If you're confused, call, it just went down in fine print. It went all the way down, and all the whole back, everything it said, call the pastor. Well, see, carries it. Remember, we, we shared that scripture about there was the, the children, there was the young men, and there was the fathers, the elder. Well, see, what, what the pastor was in, not knowing was encouraging was for his people to say to stay as young men excuse me as children and i remember um my uh, my my spiritual mother used to tell my my wife uh, dear god hears your prayers the same way that he hears mine and my my wife would say oh well you know mother mother jay you this and you that you know the lord for this long and she just went on and on and on about all the things that mother jay knew that she didn't know well but you know there was times that mother jay couldn't could we couldn't you couldn't even touch with mother jay so it to a great degree it forced us 
you know, actually, I had someone telling us recently that that there are times in people's lives, I think teenagers, they say going through what they call growing pains, it's a reality that their body is really paining them to grow. Well, spiritually speaking, there is a time of discomfort in growing in the things of God. The scripture says, by faith and patience, they are believers inherited inherit the promises of God. So, and, and, and when scripture speaks about uh, inheritance, I mean, excuse me, patience, it's not talking about like many people, uh, probably on your job, they come to work and they complain all day long. They want the paycheck, but they don't want to work, and so they complain all day long. Well, see, if you believe that you, you've, you've either claimed your healing, because it's already done, according to First Peter two twenty four, or you have someone pray for you, like in James, it says, "If is any, if, is there any sick among you? Let them call for the elders, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Lay hands and anoint the sick, and they shall recover." Well, see, if you have, if you're believing for your your healing to show up in your body, and you're complaining, God, I thought you would heal me quicker. I thought I was healed. Or any sorts of thing, any sorts of words that don't agree with the end results, then then you are not inheriting that promise in by patience, and most likely it will be it will be longer if you receive it at all, because you're constantly saying the opposite. You know, I I know sometimes there have been people that. Uh, we pray for someone said, "Would you pray for so and so?" And my wife and I pray for them. We claim their healing, and and then that same person will come back and say, "How are they doing?" Well, wait a minute. You asked me to pray for this person, and so according to scripture, you believe that we the spiritual principle of faith is that you say it and you from your heart, the spirit man, and you believe that you have it then. Even though you're not seeing it, feeling it, touching it, but you believe it's coming. And the same way if I, you ask me to pray for someone, I believe that I receive it when are they, we, we, are, we believe that we receive it for, and that they receive it. So therefore, the scripture says they shall recover. The recovering is on its process. You know, for example, uh, if you've ever, uh, uh, I, I, I've, worked, I've worked where we were dispatched. And sometimes people they call in and says, uh, I, I, you know, uh, you, uh, I want this person to be here. And the dispatcher says, okay, they will arrive in approximately half hour. And 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 sometimes people call right back and say they're not here yet. And the dispatcher will say, well, ma'am, there we dispatched them. They're on their way. Well, see, they're supposed to just receive the fact from the dispatcher that we are on our way. Well, see, that's the way it is. When you believe that you receive your healing, then you know your healing is coming from the unseen realm. Your healing is coming from uh, where you don't see it, you don't feel it, but you know it exists. Because you're believing for your healing according to the word. And we know First Peter 2.24 is a spiritual truth. So that spiritual truth of healing is coming to you. And, it, and 
and and and when it comes to you fully it's going to come out of your spirit man and it's going to affect your body and see that's faith and and you know i have we may do this in the future share about the different times of prayer most many people believe in the only prayer they know is lord will you give me this lord will you give me this Lord, will you give me this? Father, will you give me this? And there's nothing wrong with that. But the place that God wants us to live in is the place where we take and claim because we know it's ours. You go to the airport and you have a claim ticket. And if they put the ticket on your luggage and you have the other pick, um, ticket and when you go you should not just pick up any luggage because it may not be your luggage someone else may have some a luggage that looks like yours but you look at the number on your claim that you have in your hand and you look at the suitcase and it, if you had a red suitcase it may look like your red suitcase it could be the same make and model but it's not yours because what you take and look at the claim ticket or you go to the, the pawn shop and they give you a ticket and you give them your uh, product. They give you money. You get a claim ticket. When you come back, you give them uh, you give them the uh, your claim ticket and you get your product. Now I've never been to a pawn shop, but that's what they tell me. I get, you may have to give them the money back. On it. I think that's the way it goes. You give them the money back. And they, and they give you your your item. I'm not sure which you, but but I know the claim ticket is important. I don't play the lottery, but from my understanding, when you play the lottery, they keep one part and you keep the others, and you claim your prize by showing them that's it. In other words, you redeemed your lottery winnings because you give them the ticket. Uh, I I know uh um uh, my, my my father. Like years ago, he played my stepfather. He played the he played the numbers, and what it was was uh, the numbers. It was it was somebody they went they went around and you gave them your uh, uh, so much money, and they gave you a receipt. And on your receipt and their receipt, they had numbers, and so it was different amounts of money. So when, if if your number was called, I guess it's like the Powerball. Uh, you got. Cause I don't never I never remember. Sad to say, I never remember my my father winning anything, but he had his number. So in other words, this scripture, these scriptures are my information to claim what I want. I If I find it in this book, especially in the New Covenant, especially in the letters that Paul wrote, then I have a right to claim it. I could be the biggest and worst person that you could ever imagine but if I accept what it tells me by in Ephesians by by uh, by grace through faith I'm I can be saved and I accept that then that's all that counts look at this uh, this is Ephesians 1 3 you know uh, uh, uh pastor Clint Clint Brown has a song and it's, it's one of my favorite songs but and it's talking about uh uh, we win. That's the way it says. We win. But when I compare what that song says 
we win to what the Bible says is not scriptural. Because I had, I'm not going to win. I may take possession of the victory or ownership of the victory, but I have already won. Remember we read in Revelations, it says they, uh, Revelations 12, 11, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony or their confession. So see, the blood that Jesus shed put me in the place of the, of the, it put me in the place to walk in divine health. And, but then I take possession by saying, by his stripes, I'm healed. By his stripes, I have a sound mind. By his stripes, my youth is renewed like the eagles. By, by his stripes, my latter end will be stronger. My, my latter end will be better than my start. That, that with long life and length of days, I shall be satisfied. See, the blood is gives me taking ownership. Me, you know, uh, for example, you 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 pay a, you get a car, um, and, and they give you a pink slip, especially if you're paying on it. They give you a pink slip. That pink slip gives you a a a a degree of rights of that vehicle. But in that pink slip, it tells you certain things you're not supposed to do. Fine print. But now, once I pay for that car, and I get the title, that title in, in tells, enables me to do whatever I want to do with that car because it's mine. Well, that's the way when I confess this word, when I speak. See, my testimony is supposed to be what I say and live every day. My testimony is not supposed to be what I say at church on whatever day I go to church. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. No sentence. Who? King James says hath. So no one. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, I don't know, you know, I've, this is what I experienced. People like to make everything super spiritual. And they want to say, well, this only has to do with salvation. The scripture, for example, in, in talking to people, when you, uh, you talk about prosperity... I think first John, I think it's a third third I think it's third John. It says, Brother, brethren, I pray above all things that you will prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. People for religious people or people who have who are just don't know, or people who have not read the words, or people who don't realize this is a spiritual book. That tells uh, uh, that opens the door to show us what is behind everything in the natural. They want to keep everything so spiritual. See, salvation is being born again. It's not just doing, not not eating this, dressing a certain way, or not cursing. It's way more than that. But I want let's look. Let me read Ephesians one three from the Amplified Bible. May blessings, praise, laudation, and eulogy. And one word about blessing means empower to prosper 
equipped to be the God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual, every spirituality given by the Holy Spirit, blessing in the heavenly realm. So everything that is in the unseen realm belongs to us. It belongs to us. But remember that scripture says might. And the only reason it might is because we don't take possession. Turn to Psalms. Psalm 103. And I, I know, I, you know, over the years, over the, I mean, it's over the years, uh, you know, marriage between a man, a, a marriage between two people who believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and a spirit, especially spirit field, is so, 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 so dear to God's heart. And yet, most people do not really know what a, what a marriage is. I, I know there's a lot of controversy today about marriage. I, 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 I'll never forget this. This one minister said some people was trying to come, a certain group organization was trying to come against the uh, westernized marriage. Westernized, if, it's, if, it does, if it does not line up with the Bible, it doesn't matter what name you put on it. But God has set rules, truths, what true marriage is. For example, I, I remember doc, years ago, I think it was Dr. Spock, the, the gentleman came out with a book that says, do not discipline your children. And a whole generation of children were messed up because their, their, their parents didn't raise them according to the Bible, they raised them according to, to Dr. Spock. See, the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. It also it says, administer punishment to that child. And minister, it didn't say kill them. Actually, King James says beat, but it don't, it don't mean it does not mean beat. It does not mean abuse or hurt. But when you train up a child according to this word, then you have. Oh, this is great. You have a foundation for God to be involved in the raising and administration and teaching and tutoring of that child. If you if you if you live your marriage not according to the westernized, easternized, countryized, Americanized, any time anized, you can have heaven on earth. You can have a marriage that is likened to the the marriage and relationship covenant marriage relationship that God has between Him and His church. This, read, read, this is Psalms 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not none of his benefits. So see, remember that script we said, the scripture says, uh, it said, might. So the blessings of Abraham might come upon you. Might. Even though they're a done deal. And the Amplified says, Bless affectionately and gratefully praise the Lord. O my soul, forget not one, one of or all his benefits. I believe in Hebrews, it tells us, don't neglect. Your spiritual health, number one, 
your mental health and then your physical health you must you should not neglect because if you neglect your spiritual health it will affect your mental health and it will affect your 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 natural health and believe it or not that's why many pe people are have opened the door Turn to turn to Romans. Excuse me, Romans. Let's turn to Mark. Next, next two, and, and, and I'm gonna say, it's from what I've seen in Scripture, next to condemnation, be it self allowed, well, all condemnation is self allowed, but condemnation from condemning yourself, or condemnation from people who are close to you you know you know uh, your mother your father your pastor your preacher those those people that you respect this is what the number I believe to be the number two is actually I, I, I it number one of condemnation and 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 this scripture is so close they're almost synonymous in opening the doors to the devil the demonic world this is mark 11 25 and 25 25 mark 11 25 and 26 and when you stand praying so in other words to me anytime you pray because you know i pray laying i can pray laying down i can pray i pray i pray i'm doing the dishes i yeah i i wash dishes i i i I, while I'm making the bed up, while I'm laying down, uh, I pray. I, I can pray anytime because prayer is not form. Prayer is 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 the, the proper procedure, the proper steps. In the name of Jesus, that begins my prayer. Or I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. So normally my prayers begin it, with the beginning of the name of Jesus. Or in with the name of Jesus and when you stand praying if you have art I think art is is like a period a small so no was anything against any that your father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses notice this, but it says but if you do not forgive neither will your father which is in heaven Forgive you your trespasses. You know, I, I I use this term. I say, look, I'm selfish. What do you mean, brother Leroy? No, I'm not. I'm not. It's not that I don't want to give you give someone something, but I'm selfish that I will forgive anyone anything because why? I don't want to open the door to the devil. I never to, 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 to the demonic kingdom. I I say devil, and we say devil kind of loosely. But as a rule, most of us will never have anything to do with the devil. We may have something to do with his demonic spirits and on different levels. But listen, look, look, listen to Mark 11, 25 from the Amplified. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, anything covers it all. So if you don't understand art, understand anything. Forgive him or them and let it drop. Leave it. Let it go. In order that your Father who's in heaven may also forgive you 
your own feelings and shortcomings and let them drop. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your failings and shortcomings. So, and you know what, let me say this and we'll end with this. The scripture actually teaches that sickness and disease is a result of sin. And think sin is, the Bible says anything that's not of faith is sin. Missing the mark is sin. So, but the thing is, we have the blood of Jesus and we have the grace of God. And so what is important, what we must do is if we know. Actually, there's a scripture that says, if you think, I need to look that up. If you think, if you think, if you think a brother has anything against you or you've done anything against that brother to go with him. So me. Remember I mentioned slip on, slipping on ice? To me, I've worked in purpose. Uh, and another scripture. The scripture says, I can forgive the way Jesus forgive. So if he tells me I can forgive the way Jesus forgive, then why would I not forgive and put myself in a place of dis-ease? Dis-ease, something that kills, steals, destroys, or having an uneasiness in my body. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that the word was the word acted upon was set me free. I thank you, Father, that greater seed is in us than he is in the world. And I thank you, Father, that right now your word is healing those individuals who will listen to this. And I give you all the praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. Yeah.